Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. It's an air horn underwater. The only college football. Why would you have an air horn underwater? Why wouldn't you? It's not called a water horn. Yeah, that's how. That's called a jet ski, right? I think if you have an air horn underwater, it would be kind of a bind because you would be drowning and you'd want the air, but you would also be setting off an air horn in your face. Only you would necessarily be drowning while you were underwater. The rest of us can survive for a short time. So you think? I bet if you did this, dolphins would come and beat you to death. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I've got a baby. <laughs> you woke my son. Apologize to Mortimer. So like it, it's 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 the it's the final scene in the movie. Spencer's down there, he's like repairing the bottom of the sub, and he's like running low on air horns. Like every ten seconds he has to blast one into his mouth. <laughs> and he's like he's like he's sent his like drone to go catch fetch more air horns and bring them down to him right mm-hmm. the only man who can save c-lab is this party city manager no i was gonna say it's a, I was gonna say it's a dj right like fortunately but djs bus- have an air horn machine they don't have literal air horns wait it's an air horn machine there's a there's a you can program there's a button, a button. Oh, yeah. okay. but there's I think an authentic DJ who is going to be right. also a sub repair man oh. is going to have an actual air horn. Oh, so That's this right. is Spencer, Spencer and Pitbull are saving C Lab together. See, in this, I'm saving a bus full of DJs who are feeding me air horns, right? Yeah. As I pull them out, right? What is what is the undersea rape whistle? <laughs> what? Uh, now we're talking about dolphins again, right? Yeah. I just, I yeah. just hate, yeah. I just hate when Holly makes good IP that we can't turn into a T-shirt. 
Yeah, that's definitely. We can't not a put t-shirt. rape whistle it's on not, a T-shirt. No, Joe Rogan's sir. podcast has T-shirts. No, sir, you can't. <laughs> we are off to a blazing start. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm not going to die. Welcome to our college football podcast. We all work at Banner Society, although I'm sure they would prefer we didn't mention that right about now. It's a Banner Society product. Who's they? It's us. Oh, I mean PAPN. We are the we are not the majority of the group, so we work there too. We're the same as them. We're we're um if if we're the supreme oh man, we do have the same number of members as the Supreme Court. That's cool. That's right. But fewer women. (laughs) But you are you are the Ruth Bader Ginsburg though of this group, Ryan. Is that good? Is that is that because everybody's like, when will he die? Yeah, brittle. I was going to say he's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's what they call me at the bar. Jesus. Um, this week. Earl Warren. Now there's a hell of a guy. <laughs> I passed a bar exam down at the VFW hall. Justice Frankfurter. That's the only law I believe in. <laughs> so me and David Souter are ice fishing. Hell of a guy, Souter. Could take a punch. Wouldn't believe him in a bar fight. Sandra, get out of here! He hits from the right and the left. Don't let don't let anyone tell you different. Never trust a man with eyes as beautiful as John Roberts. I learned that in Vietnam. Speaking of American institutions. We were on a cruise. I didn't fight in the war. I don't want a court that swings left or right. I want it straight up the gut. <laughs> Bam! Horrible. And also, at best, finishing third in its division. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Michigan Radio calling Supreme Court decisions. Oh, they do. You know they do. do like, they, if like any, do they not? If any fan base were going to attempt a play-by-play call of a Supreme Court, they case. probably tailgate that shit. Yeah, but we're talking about two very different kinds of Michigan men between their radio announcers and their fans on the internet. Right, their fans on the internet have like memorized Supreme Court decisions, whereas Dan Deardorff, right, like, you know, now the only Supreme Court I know of is the is the one where John Havlicek plays. (laughs) If you are a Michigan, if you're a Michigan fan listening to this episode right now, tweet Spencer your favorite Supreme Court decision, but only use the court citation. Don't use the name of the case. Do like 18 U.S. blah, blah, blah. With the little, the little circly, the little eight with the, the, you know what I'm talking about? The little symbol? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What's that called, Ryan? What's that called? Wait, the, 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 it's like a little, it's a little, it's a little doodle that lawyers put in to make everyone think they're smarter than they are. Yeah, the woo, the woo. Okay, you know this is not. You, you don't know the name me. of it. You know what I'm talking about, but you don't know the name of it. I probably, a I probably forgot all of it once I lost my license. Let me look up. <laughs> Wait, I'm, you, a, I'm gonna Google lawyer couch? doodle. You do you mean like? Renew. Do you mean like the S that has another S over? Yeah, that on bullshit. It? I said oh, yeah. the woo. Well, that was okay. Uh, lawyer doodle, nothing. <laughs> so you're trying to tell me you spent all that money and went to law school just to learn fonts? You don't even know how to spell lawyer. The let's go back to lost your license. The topic here voluntarily speaking of decrepit and decaying American institutions. We are going to talk a little bit about professional football this week, but only in the sense of postgraduate football. Yeah, postgraduate football a little bit, because the idea for this week's podcast came to us on the way back. 
from the Charlotte live show uh, to Atlanta. A live show? A live show, you say? Is that a kind of thing that we do? Yeah. Are we going to be doing another one of those? I don't know. If only we had some kind of podcast business segment in which we could dispense this information. Are we going to do it in another 1990s expansion teal town? Why? Ryan's idea. Podcast business. Podcast business. Podcast business. What's that business? Podcast business. Dick. It's a podcast and it's business. Dick. Get a Jags tattoo on your ass cheeks today. 1990s teal dick. (laughs) Like Charlotte Um, Hornets. Yeah, Larry Johnson. (laughs) I would like to get, ooh. Two things I love. The Panthers, the Jags, and the Diamondbacks. (laughs) Three things. What if you got... And the and the teal Detroit Pistons. What if you got like the Florida Gators logo tattooed on your butt, but in Jaguars colors? Oh God! (laughs) Somebody has to have that. John Elm is coming to this show, so we can just ask him where on his body. The best, the best people. Every now and then, I think it's like once every two or three years, the Jags overreach in order to draft someone from the Florida Gators, or a punter, or a punter, or a punter from the Florida Gators. And when they do it, it's one of the internet's finest moments because it'll be like a seventh round defensive end that they pull in the third. And the reaction is always delightful. Oh, he's coming home! I don't know, man. Jacksonville's taken some some gators in the first round that were like, <laughs> <"Ugh-ha!"> <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see. Would that be uh, any defensive end that they've ever taken? I, yeah. I will not say more because we're going to Jacksonville and I would rather not anger these people ahead of time based on how the Charlotte show went. You can hey, get tickets. Podcast business. You hey, can Ryan. get tickets for this show at 25snakes.com or 24snakes.com or 26snakes.com. I realized listening to the last episode that I haven't purchased 25 spelled out in letters. So I'm going to try to rectify that as well. If you call. go to 25snakes.com with no numerals in it, I have no idea where you're going, and I'm not responsible for what happens. Hold on. We'll secure that. This is November 1st at... Do you want uh, the hyphen or without the hyphen? Leave it without hyphen, please. Nothing and nothing with or without the hyphen. Great. Yes, this is November 1st, uh, live in Jacksonville, Florida, in Duval County. This will be happening at, uh, I believe, 7 p.m.? I would say. Yeah. Sure. It's 8. But sure. Okay. Be there at seven. No. Be early. It's punctual. No. Eight. Be don't, there at eight. Don't be early. We hate it. You'll probably you'll probably get there ahead of Spencer if you get there at seven. That's definitely. True. Definitely. You might get there ahead of me if you get there at eight. And then you'll get to see him come in and you'll have to wonder, hey, where's he going? Yeah, where's he? <laughs> How will I look any less disreputable than anyone else just wandering the streets of Jacksonville, Florida? Answer. Answer. I can see that man's gooch through his shorts. Well, that oh, could be anyone. Jesus. <laughs> In November is the worst part about that. Topically, yeah. this was Duval County. Huge. How could you go out of bounds? And Holly just went right there. Just yep. like, that's amazing. One gooch mention. One gooch. Okay. That's her one. That's it. That's all she gets for this episode. <laughs> We're rationing her. My, my wee gooch jacket has been lost. <laughs> um, anyway, there's not a lot of Georgia fans. Uh, speaking of taints. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of Georgia Oh, fans. untitled Gooch game. We missed it. <laughs> That's what we're calling this game if they, if they continue to insist on not referring to it as the cocktail party and have referred to our, or have rebuffed our years-long suggestions of the world's largest outdoor Coke orgy 
uh, yeah, Untitled Gooch Game. Yeah. Because neither of these teams is Also, both teams sort of in between something at the moment, between one state or another. Also, so. there's going to be a lot of rakes thrown in a lot of bodies of water by Georgia fans. Um, but yeah, Georgia fans, are y'all chicken shit? There's uh, not a lot of y'all that have bought tickets for this. I've tried to incentivize this by offering a free golf ball to every Georgia fan who attends the show. When will I receive said free golf ball? You'll receive it after You're gonna the show. You're going to hand out golf balls at a ping pong club? Yes. See, here's the mistake you've made. Golfers are too picky about their golf balls, so you need to offer something like a uh, like a, uh, a mar- uh, like a marker or a t a greens repair device or some shit like that. Some extremely golf thing, like I'll like what? Actually, okay, if today to, uh, when like this a episode poor child to carry their bag around. <laughs> Spencer's like, what is a golf term? This episode, just... this episode comes out on Friday. If you purchase a ticket on Friday. And and we can tell. You email us and let us know, and we will bring a picture. We'll print out a picture of Greg Norman, and Spencer will sign it. Yeah, yeah. that's the golf great... as shit. He'll that... autograph it with the shark. Yeah, or I'll print out a picture of a young Greg Norman and autograph it. I as... like the idea that at a Georgia Florida show, he's kind of the neutral here. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. you can't, Baby you can't shark. go Bubba Watson. Oh, that's gonna spark. Some, no, that's nope, lawful. Nope. That's lawful evil. No. So yeah, just stick to a man from a whole other part of the world. Golf knowledge. Yeah, be like here. There's a picture of Rory Sabatini. Who? Who? I like that the collective extent of our golf knowledge after what's probably a combined fifty years in sports between the four of us is just constantly dunking on Bubba Watson for no reason. <laughs> Because all we know about golf that's correct is that he has earned it. I know more than I would care to say about golf. And I suspect if Spencer and I wanted to alienate Holly and Jason, we would just do a whole golf show at the Jacksonville Live show. So we're about to do a whole golf show, <laughs> so, Georgia fans. What, what, that's an interesting... We ran out of tickets! So Ryan, you used the subjunctive there, and I'd like to get into that. What do you mean, if you wanted to alienate me and Jason? You're still on the show, aren't you? It would would be so easy to not be. (laughs) You say that, and yet. Wait, if I'm not on the show, I don't have to go to Jacksonville, is what I'm hearing. I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say that uh, topics I'm taking off the board in order to be friendlier and accommodate Georgia fans. (laughs) I'm going to take off. Championships. I was going to take off quarterbacks who've won championships. Mm -hmm. Right? We'll just take that off right Mm -hmm. there just to make everybody feel comfortable. Right? I'll take off terrible fl- terrible Florida players who have won national championships. Sure. Um, Catholicism? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God damn. What? <laughs> Savannah's sitting right there. Well, now Mel Gibson's not coming, so thanks a lot. Dang it! That was the sole purpose of this. I'm not. I'm only bringing him to, him to a show where we have Alex, where Alex can debate him like the coward Mel Gibson is. We're going to have a business casual fashion show? That's it. Just... Fashion show, not fashy show, Florida. Yeah. Dang it. So can we all wear polos like we're like we're Georgia fans? Is that yeah. our uniform here? I have a straw you... hat. Jason, do you own a polo? I yeah, I used, to, I used to have a job. <laughs> Wait, is it a Publix polo? No, I have a whole closet full of job clothes. I, I haven't looked at it in a long time. Yeah, but... I have several blazers still for some reason. I like that. I like that you're like, I have a whole closet full of work clothes. You didn't specify whose work clothes those were. Right? 
I have a tux. Like, I have wait, a, wait, wait. I you own a, a tux? I have a tux. You own a tux? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way I fit into it right now, but yeah. Okay, bring it to the show and we'll see who fits into it. If you can fit into Spencer's tuxedo. Wait, Spencer and I will wear tux up top. Tucks up top, shorts on the bottom. Jorts on the bottom, jorts on the bottom. Jacksonville formal. Yeah. By the way, they won't be cutoffs. They'll be the nice shorts with the tailored, like the, the finished, tailored semen yeah. cuffs. Now yeah. the 90s are back. You can actually roll your cuffs again. I'm going to wear umbros. Yeah. Buy umbros <laughs> what, this is the, if we had to assign, there's a round robin here, and then we will, I promise, swear and get this back on what we're going to talk about. A round robin of your 90s outfit. I don't mean the one you wore. But the one that spiritually is right here. Ryan, you're an Umbros. You're the Umbros 90s Umbros, Umbros and some um, Warner Brothers t-shirt. Taz shirt. Yep. Taz 100%. holding Bugs Bunny severed head. I'm well, so it, not quite that dark, but more like Taz on a skateboard with something that's like school. Okay, so not a bootleg <laughs> Taz shirt. No, no. Okay. School. I'm so mad that you took my shirt. <laughs> Are you talking about the shirt with your likeness on it? Yeah, yeah, no, I was like, I was, I'm so mad because I was going to be like, oh yeah, Taz shirt, 100%. Jason, or, may- your- or maybe like a Toronto Raptors shirt. That would also be that's, that's pretty good. Jason, what is your 90s outfit? Uh, there's a lot of phases in there, obviously, but I, I sort of feel like the most all-encompassing thing would be like jersey of a team I don't root for. Like mm-hmm. I always think about the fact that I had an Eagles Ricky Waters jersey. Why? That's, that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. Why, why did I have that? Probably because it was a weird shade of green that does not occur in nature. So, <laughs> uh, you know, that's a very Atlanta thing, though, right? It's like, why are you wearing that? I don't know. It's cool. Because sure, I might sure, appear. Yeah. Because I might need it for a rap video. It's. I had a. Uh, who's the Sharks hockey team? San Jose. Yeah, I had one of their hats, and like, still, like, I just, I just demonstrated. I don't, I don't even know what they are. <laughs> It's just like, oh, that's a shark. <laughs> um, I Holly, what would be yours? It's a mystery why the Thrashers left Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's like Jason said, there's a lot of phases in here. Which part of the nineties? I don't know, just the one that you're the one that you know, like if you're like, hey, that's 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 I'm gonna go early nineties and go cutoffs, one of those like eyelet lace uh tank tops and a woven belt that i probably purchased in cherokee north carolina no shoes that's very spring breakers of you yeah 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 i'm gonna go in winter i would revert to dressing like one of the hitmen from pulp fiction sure <laughs> right if you're wondering if i've always been like this yeah stucy a stucy shirt yeah right oh, yeah. oh god and uh and jorts that's that's mine. Are you sure you didn't impregnate me in high school? I, I can't really say for sure no, whether it happened or didn't happen. Okay. Um, did I? I would like to reiterate my theory that all Big Johnson shirts are actually about Lyndon Baines Johnson. <laughs> oh, this is canon. <laughs> this is absolutely canon. He he would agree with that. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we know for a fact he would straight up tell you that that's true. They owe me money. <laughs> They're talking about my big fat cock. <laughs> How is that worse than what I said? It's worse. Because <laughs> it's, it's dead, the president. It's a dead, terrifying man. Dead president's <laughs> dick. Yeah. Holly, you can talk about dead gooches all you want. Oh. Uh, speaking of speaking of forsaken territory. That's my favorite we were frontier driving... town. <laughs> dead we were driving Arizona. From... So anyway, if you want to hear more of this in person where you can't just hit the skip button, Jacksonville. November 1st. November 1st. You can't walk away, which is good. Yeah. This is, speaking of walking away from forsaken territory, we were driving through South Carolina and 
Holly, I believe, was the first to remind us of something that I didn't even know happened this year. No, you were driving, and I was driving. You had you looked it up on the phone. I did. Yeah, there um, was there were we saw signs. Yes. There was a big to do about the Carolina Panthers moving their uh, headquarters, not where they will play their games, but like their team complex right across the border from Charlotte, which if you do not know, if you are for some reason not from within driving distance of us right now, uh, hi Floyd, is Charlotte is, is kind of right across the border into North Carolina. And for tax reasons, um, the, the team is going to go untaxed for a hilarious period, the exact extent of which I forget. But they're moving to Rock Hill, South Carolina, which currently contains... They probably got a Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where Jadavian Clowney's parents still are, perhaps? Yeah. No, he's from Rock Hill, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, that was probably the pull. Was Jadavian Clowney said we had to move there, so we had to. I did not know that Rock Hill, despite being in South Carolina, is considered as part of the Charlotte metropolitan area. Uh, that is a generous... The metropolitan area is kind of like when, you know... That's a good grift. North Carolina is metastasizing. I that's guess like that's like I'm that right. thing when you're when you say like between me and Peyton Manning, we have multiple Super Bowl titles. Yeah, that's that's exactly what that is. It's like the Atlanta, when people are like, "Yeah, man, you know the Jacksonville the Jacksonville metropolitan area includes Charleston. Mm. It includes like twelve miles of ocean. Yeah, like, yep, all those fish thinking about <laughs> all those manatees. Every last one of them, Jaguars fans, all of them." God made manatees, not manashees. Do Jaguars fans do the roar, by the way? That... No. Oh, do we have another no, opportunity to make a... that weird cat noise that we didn't make in Charlotte? Charlotte? We could institute it. I, guess. I don't think they do the I don't think they do the growl. I don't think Anyway, Char- the, the Panthers are moving their headquarters to South Carolina and everyone's mad about it, and we want to do this to other people. Basically, Ta-da! Yeah, since every NFL franchise is, you know, I'm just treating them like a Kia plant, right? Mm-hmm. We're just trying to go where you're going to give us the best tax incentives just to move all of our stuff and play within reasonable sort of, I guess, theoretical striking distance, right? Right. But really what I'm trying to get out of doing is paying taxes. That's it. That's Fair. the sole purpose of this. All right? Um, we're going to, everybody here is an owner. Congratulations. You're all terrible people. We did it. Woo! You did it. Um, everyone here has eight teams, not just one. You're not some broke boy like Jerry Jones. No, no, we're we're giving you eight. Each of us have eight teams that have been randomly assigned to you. Okay, and I want you to take this team, uh, and I want you to find your own Rock Hill. I want you to find the place where you're going to move your squad. Um, if you want to do this for humorous reasons, great. Please, if you just want to pick a random place, sure, go ahead. But I want you to really put some thought and effort into it. Um, can you go out of state? Yeah, you can go out of state if you want to go ahead and move. But it has to be, you can't go further than one state over. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. But if you want to move it just over the state line, for instance, if the Memphis Showboats, RIP, former USFL franchise, wanted to actually headquarter over in West Memphis, Arkansas. Oh, yeah. That's... This is this is frustrating because now I'm going to have to know like which states are where, which is not a thing anybody from Florida actually knows. Do you think I don't have a map of the United States pulled up? Well, now I have to open one. Damn it. Dang it. What's near Indiana? I don't know. Oh, that's a great... <laughs> Why do you think I have a map pulled up? Other parts of Indiana, I assume. <laughs> Damn it. 
Yeah, I think I think for the Colts, you might just want to move them to Indianapolis. <laughs> we'll move them to someplace isolated. Like Listen, I will make my own decisions for my teams, sir. I'm um, gonna move the Falcons to Cobb County. Yeah, I uh, broke all sorts of rules on my draft. Great, board, great, so. that's fine. You're an NFL owner. You'll just be like, I'm rich. We'll be like, that's cool. That's fine. Yep. As long as you keep as long as you keep politically active players from ever playing the sport again, you're you're golden in our okay. eyes. Okay, okay, good. Mm-hmm. You're fine. Uh, our teams have been, everybody has eight and we are going to go, uh, in order here. Okay. Round one, Mm -hmm. round one. As usual, the game within a game, how long until Spencer takes a thing that's already been taken? Here we go. Spencer's up first. It's a good thing that we also made him the commish and let him write the draft order. Yep. I'm sure this won't go poorly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Spencer, you're up first. That is correct. Um, we I like if we left Michael Chiklis in a canal for like three weeks and then fished him out. <laughs> it's not He's nice. a knish. I'm hurt. Are you? Um, <laughs> I am. Uh, I am in charge of moving the Baltimore Ravens, a team. Wait, I have first pick. No, this is it. You don't go he don't. draft order. You don't. You oh, don't. okay. I, th- I Never also mind. thought I didn't I do first it. Pick. I, I, I too How was thought I Holly to had know first you made pick. a two-page document. Oh, there's a whole other page. Okay. Okay, thank you. You share my surprise that Spencer wrote something more than a page long for work. I right. did. I did. Got it now. Okay. Okay. Anyway, go ahead, Spencer. I guess the Baltimore Ravens, a team that has never moved ever in the history of their franchise. I am in charge of putting them in the place that I think will be the most efficient spot for them. Um, this was a tough decision, but I think I'm going to go have to go move them out to the only logical choice, which would be Ashburn, Virginia. You say that, um, well, aren't the Redskins already headquartered out there, the Washington National Franchise? Yes, yes, but we're doubling up. And Dan Snyder is going to uh, charge us half rent. So we're going to move there. We're going to move to Virginia. And we're going to make the parking situation for the Washington team even worse. So that's where I'm moving all of our operations there inside Washington's existing offices. Okay. Holly, you're next up. Are we sure about that? Positive. I would like to move the Atlanta Falcons several hours south to the bustling metropolis of Valdosta. Uh, the reason for this is a couple fold. I would like traffic in my city reduced uh, to soccer games only. And also I feel like it will benefit Falcons ownership if they are a lot closer to the pill mills of Florida. This is a solid pick by far. Can I just for that one team... Uh, offer an additional uh, consideration, please. Just as please. the person who's lifelong been emotionally afflicted by them, we um, are we are all rich here, so I will only listen to other rich people. Yeah, so rich folks yeah. okay. only okay, in my good. literal mentions. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll pay you one billion dollars for uh, considering this idea. So the geographic <laughs> opposite of Atlanta is uh, Martin de Vivies. Perhaps that's how you say it. It's a research station on a volcanic island in the South Indian Ocean. That's where Ooh. I'd like to put the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. 30 people live there. Uh, Dan Quinn can go and try to start a military junta with those 30 people. Thomas Dimitrov can ride his little bicycle around the 20-mile island, and we never have to hear from them ever again. So, so Falcon season is going well. Is what so, like, I mean, the players, we can redistribute the players throughout the league. Matt Ryan can go play 
anywhere that is not terrible. Back Send him to, to a nice College, home. Nobody's going to notice. Yeah. that's He can go coach Boston College. Great. Yeah. But I think everyone would be happy with that. Yeah, that's a compelling argument. Strong. Strong. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next on our draft order, we have Ryan. Um, so I'm going to cheat for most of mine and just ask Twitter. Uh, but on this one, I'm not. I'm moving the Indianapolis Colts to Kokomo, Indiana, a real place. And I am doing it so that I can tell you the following story about Mayor Henry C. Cole, the mayor of Kokomo, who in the 1880s was shot to death by a sheriff's posse. Before you feel too bad for him, let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Cole. Um, He had served in the Union Army during the Civil War and became a prominent physician in Kokomo noted in part for his willingness to serve the poor. That's a great thing. While he was there, he married a woman named Natalie Cole, and this is straight from Wikipedia, of whom he became intensely jealous. The thing all good marriages are founded upon. <laughs> um, he became he became suspicious of another man who he warned away from Kokomo, and then he discovered him <laughs> le- leaving the post office one day in 1866, and he shot him dead. And he sh- and over he stood over his body and continued shooting him several times. Now, Relatable. Um, now at this this at this point he was just, I shouldn't be laughing. This is I know. a murder. I know. Kokomo at, goes hard. At this point he was just Doctor Cole. He was not mayor yet. Uh, okay. His case. So he he was tried for the murder, uh, and and uh, he received a not guilty verdict on a plea of emotional insanity and divorced his wife thereafter, which I think was best for everyone. Um, I'm going to now read um, verbatim from from Wikipedia for the rest of this. Cole's reputation for violent instability and the cowardice in the way he killed Alan created many enemies for him, but his generosity and a promise to clean up the town won him enough support to win a bitter election, uh, election for mayor in 1881, 15 years after he shot a man coming out of the post office and was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Shortly thereafter, he was shot dead by a sheriff's posse. According to the coroner's inquest, he died from shotgun wounds inflicted by Deputy George Bennett. And the sheriff claimed that an informant had advised him that Cole was planning to rob a flour mill. Wow. The posse was forced, Where they make flowers? Uh where they where they make flour. F L O U. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh the posse was forced to fire in Cole in self-defense. The sheriff claimed he had two revolvers and to prevent his escape, although his injuries seemed inconsistent with that version. Cole's supporters argued that no revolvers or burglary tools were produced and that the motive was implausible. Nevertheless, no action was taken against Bennett or the other members of the posse. End of Wikipedia section. Wow. <laughs> That's that sheriff's deputy is a real buzzkill. Anyway, Cole, Colts, it goes together. It's, it's working. Yeah, let's definitely put Jim Ursay in that mix. <laughs> You can you can shoot a man at the post office for fun. I love this town. The He's beast the is ma- loose. Blam, blam, blam. into this two liter of delicious Coke Zero. He'd do that and pull like a terrible guitar solo in the middle of the street, right? Like, wow, I shot this dude. So, Ryan, you are asking Twitter in real time. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to. From I did ask for the Colts. I'm sorry, Twitter, that I ignored your results. But yeah, I'm for when my next pick comes up, I'm just gonna ask Twitter and do whatever they say. I like that you asked them and then <laughs> we never mind. Yeah. Don't worry, it'll pay off later. I feel like this is how the Cleveland Browns actually draft. 
They did. They did. That is kind of how they got Johnny Manziel. And that were Oh, wait. that's true. I asked a homeless guy. <laughs> I would love it if that guy wasn't homeless. It was like me. Right. I asked a homeless guy. <laughs> You're like, I just looked really comfortable that day. OK. And like the NFL owner is like, I asked the poorest vagrant I'd ever seen in my life. And it was like completely normal, working class, regular person. Yeah. It's an NFL <laughs> owner. So. I asked an absolute walking dirt bag that I would never touch with a 10-foot pole. Oh, it was that's, a season ticket holder, you mean? You, that's actor Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> he wasn't Perfect. even in character. It's Joaquin Phoenix on the set of The that's Tonight defen- Show. That's defensible. <laughs> that's perfectly fine. My God. Jason, you are up to close out round one with the fourth pick. All right, I have the Seattle Seahawks, and we are obliterating the rule of keeping things local. We are folding the Seahawks into the Texas A&M University system. I think we know why. <laughs> That'll there solve several problems. is a Seattle, Texas, or at least there used to be. It's in Coryell County, about two hours from College Station, about an hour west of Waco. So we're going to move the Seahawks there. Uh, obviously, there's a reason for this. Um the 12th man thing. Some internet weirdos like to say that the University of Minnesota actually invented the 12th man, which they cite like, yeah, our school magazine wrote about it. Like, oh, okay, some journalists wrote some words. Well, here's what a journalist actually did at Texas A&M. Got out of the press box, suited up, got on the field, and helped win the 1922 bowl game. An actual good use of journalists, right? Uh, so meanwhile, the Seahawks decided like, oh, we, we like to have fucking Sir Mix-a-Lot or whatever come raise a flag. So therefore, it's ours. It's like that. That's you're raising a flag. There's nothing great about that. So you're going to move to College Station near College Station, and fucking Macklemore or whoever is going to learn how to make himself useful. Uh, also, further speaking of the Twelfth Men and journalism, the Buffalo Bills apparently also do this. They had a Twelfth Man Walk of Fame, which uh, they renamed it after TV news guy Tim Russert. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. So he is uh, forever the 12th man of the Buffalo Bills. And that's where the Seahawks are moving. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I like this. That was, that, was, um, that was solid. Round two. Round two has begun. Uh, Ryan is first up in the draft order. And are we will- serpentining? No, yes. he's all over the place. It random. appears no, completely these are, random. These oh, are neat. these are completely random. All um, right. With my second, with for my second team, I'm going with the second response to the Twitter prompt. The pa- <laughs> the Packers are moving to Birmingham, Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> They're taking George's logo to Birmingham. <laughs> That'd be nice for that town to finally get a sports team to root for. <laughs> So they're playing at Legion Field. They'd love that. Yes. yes. It'll be great because somebody will do the Lambo leap and get tetanus. <laughs> no, they'll do the Lambo leap and the whole thing will come down. Right? <laughs> oh, we they'll get to play in an old piece of shit. Leap. Awesome. They'll leap up into the stands and just like come fall backwards on the field holding a girder. <laughs> um, that, <laughs> I, I think they'd fold in three years due to lack of attendance. <laughs> They would. They'd be like, I gotta go to church and I gotta watch the tide. Where am I gonna fit them in? Well, it will. It, they'll definitely ruin the team because they'll be like, fine, we'll draft. We'll draft nothing but Auburn and Bama players. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, Bo, all Bo, proving... Bo Nix is our franchise quarterback. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, next up in round two, Holly, you are up. 
All right, I'm going to flex the Denver Broncos across the state line upwards into Casper, Wyoming. Uh, it's close enough to where a good portion of the Broncos fan base can still hang out. Altitude uh, will remain an advantage for uh, for home games. But also, uh, Colorado has legal weed now. Give Wyoming some tax money. Like Wyoming's it. a great state with a lot of pretty shit in it. Let's preserve it with the riches of NFL largesse. Also, if anything bad happens, it's going to take two to three days for anyone to find out about it. Yeah, you can kill a lot of people. Yeah, that's sure. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Murder. That let's was a, go that around. Was my... Let's go around the room and list some bad things that can happen. You could kill a lot of people. <laughs> the okay? Longmire Broncos. I mean, that seems to be like half our reasoning so far. That's true. <laughs> this one is yeah. just like John Elway can finally do what he wants to do yeah, without I'm anyone. John Elway to live on a ranch where he can run around with his own kind. Can you imagine sending John Elway to the NBA draft? He'd be like, "Oh my God, they're all so tall! I'll draft all of them." But do you think, I think John Elway also has like the size, uh, the size dysmorphia issues of like a very small dog. So he's staring up at like some seven, four center. He's like, that guy's almost as big as me. He'll be We're a the same. We're the same. <laughs> Is his name Brock or Paxton? It's Wyoming. Almost certainly. Yeah. I think NBA NBA John Elway is going the Lithuanian tall yep. guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you catch my meaning. Well, these guys are just sneakily athletic. Every mm-hmm. last one of them. Um, I am up for round two. I am responsible for picking a new home for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, oh. And I thought, well, Rock Hill's about 45 minutes away from Charlotte, right? Give or take a couple of minutes, depending on traffic. What place is about, you know, what's the funniest place I could move the Philadelphia Eagles within about 45 minutes? Ladies and gentlemen, I'll have you know that in easy driving distance, in exactly a 45-minute drive, okay, 45 miles about, it's about an hour and five minutes driving, but Philadelphia Eagles fans will do that, right? You can you can take the train. I know where you're going here, and you can take the train here as well. Can you? Yeah. Do you think, where, where am I going? You're going with Princeton because you put it in the dock, and I can read. God damn it. <laughs> you wrote it in the dock? You got That's spoilers in the so dock? So clever. I mean, where's the last place you would look for my answer? In the document I'm supposed to put it in, right? <laughs> so I'm actually arguing this is you being super smart as opposed to just hemi-demi smart, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, we're putting him in Princeton, baby. I'm here 45 miles away from Philly because you know who's going to roll up on a Thursday drunk as hell in a golf cart on the campus? Eagles fans, baby. Yeah. So we're going to move all their business operations to Princeton, where the finest minds in analytics will clean vomit off their front steps two to three days a week. I'm really mad because you kind of took the format for my next draft pick, but I'm going to continue to roll with it. Yeah. Go Eagles. Uh, Jason, you are selecting again last in round two. I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. And all right, Jacksonville, we're coming to your city, so I can't piss you off too much. Uh, We all Mm -hmm. know the joke that you are very sick of on the subject of relocation. We all know it. All right. Jags are moving to London. Ha ha. No, 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 no. We are going to send you on a tour. All right. Here, here are some of the cities the Jags will be playing in as they as they traverse the globe. You're going to Rome, Venice, St. Petersburg, Melbourne, Turin, Athens, Sparta, Smyrna. I've named towns in Georgia and Florida because you're staying in Georgia and Florida. 
That's that's it. <laughs> you're right. You're right in circuit. I respect the process. Oh, that's good. That's good. Round three. Round three. Ryan is kicking this off for the first pick of round three. Um, thank you to the Gigas on Twitter, Mike, um, who we are sending the Lions to. I'm going to try to pronounce this correctly. Novosibirsk, Siberia. <laughs> so, so basically dirty Detroit. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just got to tunnel, just got to tunnel straight through the earth where we can just. And here's the thing. Commute. If, if anybody else in the NFC North complains about the weather, like that's the least NFC North thing you could do, right? Ah, Kamish, uh, we're really not excited to play outdoor games in Siberia. Yes, you are. Go out there. Freeze, I, lose every digit for football. I just like the idea that you could commute from Russia to Detroit, mm-hmm. right? To play your games, sure. right? Um, you could commute like Godzilla is supposed to and King of Monsters, right? There are tunnels inside the earth and only the Detroit Lions can access them, which I would believe. <laughs> Plus now the president is a huge Lions fan, so that's cool. That's <laughs> dope. <laughs> um... I am up next for the second pick in round three. The team that I am responsible for finding uh, a new administrative home for is the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. What what worse could I do to the Cleveland Browns that has not already been done to the Cleveland Browns? Wait, I thought in our imaginary draft we were moving like Stadia. We can do that. Okay. That's fine. Just make sure. Uh, but for the purposes of this joke, I'm just moving administrative stuff because you'll hear why. Oh, excuse me. Yes. Rondo Provincial Park is the second oldest provincial park in Ontario, Canada. It's gorgeous. It's got a solid bird population as well as white-tailed deer. Um, it is a popular point for windsurfing. Where did you position kites. yourself in order to be able to judge its bird population and the robustness thereof? Uh, I'm merely re- reading what is reported. Okay. Right? This is research and it is more than the Browns have done in a draft in decades. A fair point. Um. Recent evidence notwithstanding on that point. However, however, you will notice if you pull up a map that Rondo Provincial Park is on Lake Erie. In fact, it is directly across from Cleveland because I think what would add more to the Cleveland game day experience than watching their team soaring across the water on jet skis across all of Lake Erie? Because I guess you could do that with Lake Erie, right? You can probably get across it on a jet ski. That's not crazy. It's only like there's, there's like one way to find out. Oh, that's the new charity stretch goal. I, I, <laughs> I like that a Florida man looks at a body of water and assesses its size by how many jet skis would it take to get across. I, I beat Uncharted. I can do this. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. You can do oh, that in Far Cry. Yeah, you can do that in Far Cry. <laughs> That'd be fine, man. You just gotta get. You just gotta get enough llama skins. Then you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's it i just need to stitch a bigger wallet for my jet ski out of shark skin be sure you take your uh uh your air horns in case you fall off your jet ski yeah so you can survive <laughs> but that's it we're going to be uh we're going to be demanding that the canadians turn over beautiful rondo so that we can combine the last element of risk missing from the cleveland browns franchise which are extended trips over often stormy waters. We'll just add that in literally. Don't they play for the Edmund Fitzgerald, the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald trophy in the preseason too? 
Wait, what? What? Then I I don't think I made this up. Brown's Brown's Bengals boat trophy. Yeah, like the little. Yeah, Yeah. the the Browns and the Lions play for uh, the wreck the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald trophy. Wait, like (laughs) the actual shipwreck or the song? Are you telling me that two terrible teams play for a trophy named after a cursed ship? Yeah. Wait, is it named after the ship or is it named after the Gordon Lightfoot song? The name of the trophy is uh, the trophy is, uh, is is known as the barge, so it's so about the it, ship. So it says in 2018 it was lost. Yeah, it is lost, but they did like play for the it. Ship! Like the ship. Yeah. What the fuck? The NFL is actually good. Yeah. No, yeah. How? Uh, how is no it's, one to be clear? This is this is a traveling trophy for a priest. Argument. This is a traveling trophy for a preseason game, not even a season game. Battle for the is barge. The NFL actually good? No, it's not. <laughs> it might be. Uh, yeah. Huh. I'm shocked y'all didn't know about this. I am too. This says it was invented in 2002. Yeah, it's pretty. That's it's fine. it's it's very recent, but it is the Edmund the Edmund Fitzgerald barge. What is the connection? I, the Great Lakes. That's it. Huh. I think I think this thing is uh, underreported. I need to go there. Here's a on the wiki page. Uh, a the dead link in the morning journal is cited by wiki as saying, uh, "The shit, where to go? The Great Lakes Classic, which appears to be the other name for this, yeah, has lacked luster since its beginning. That was written in 2008. <laughs> it had no been alive update. for six years, and everyone was sick of it at that point. <laughs> no updates, and by the way, no updates, right? No, 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 no updates like, since no. 2008. No. It really took off. Nope. <laughs> yeah, after that, everything was fine. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I believe next we have Jason. Is this round three? It's yes. the end of round three, yeah. So Holly went? No. Oh, This has me at last in three. Yeah, there you go. It's Holly's turn. Right. See it there. That's that's when I did it. Holly, pick three in round three, please. You sure, buddy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the New York. I, one of the things that I deeply dislike about sports is teams that contain two professional sports franchises. It's not cute. Um, she said, having stayed up until two in the morning watching Lakers Clippers like forty eight hours ago. It, However, does it matter if does it matter if they share a stadium? Like, funny like, you should ask. Okay, because I have the Jets, <laughs> and I'm going to move them to Cambridge, Massachusetts, for two reasons. First of all, Harvard needs some culture in that town, and second of all, this will put them physically closer to Boston than Foxborough. <laughs> Do you know why they're named the Jets? No. Um, Is it that about was, a plane crash? So they were originally named... Are they named for West Side Story? They are not. Neither of those things is true. You were closer with the first one. They were originally named the Titans, and the logic was Titans are bigger than Giants, which is just so yeah, fucking fuck sad. Them. Um But they were <laughs> named they the Jets. Do how many of the Titans got killed by their kids? Which I guess also makes it appropriate. They were named the Jets because originally the team was, I don't know if they did play there or not, uh, but they were going to play at Shea Stadium right by LaGuardia. So they chose, they chose to be identified with LaGuardia Airport. It was going to be Jets and Mets. (laughs) And if you wonder why this team is cursed, it's like, yeah, because they said, you know what we draw on for inspiration? You know what our, you know what our sacred object is? LaGuardia. The bus station of the skies. 
So we yeah. have made. So Eagles... anyway, they're moving to Massachusetts, and they're going to be closer to Boston than the Patriots. Roll Tide. And Eagles Jets is now an Ivy League rivalry. Correct. Uh, now it is at last Jason's turn. Probably. Uh- Okay, so uh, I have the Kansas City Chiefs, and I got to be careful here. Half my family is Chiefs fans, um, so I'm going to very delicately say that their barbecue is insanely overrated because it is all about uh, candy sauce instead of being good at meat. Uh, Kansas City, of course, originally the Danzis, the Dallas Texans. We will send them very near to there. We'll improve on the Dallas part by sending them instead to Fort Worth. Where uh, I'm sure they can find some actually, uh, especially good barbecue. Just don't ruin it with candy sauce. That's it. Fort Worth Chiefs. Round four. Pick the first round. The first pick in this round is Holly. Is it? In round four, the first pick is Holly. Oh, wait. I knew what I was doing with this one. So I kind of ran into the same problem with this because for two rounds in a row, I was dealt a team that has a competing team in its uh, metropolis and also the less interesting team. Uh, I have the Los Angeles Chargers and I thought about several different paths with this one. I thought about moving them back to San Diego because I'm rich. Uh, I thought about moving them to San Francisco and making them a team actually playing professional sports in San Francisco. But A, there's nowhere to put them and B, I just did that with the Jets. And I want to be an eccentric rich person Uh, I thought about moving them to Oakland to replace the Raiders because that would be kind of funny. But then I thought that maybe the thing that would make the scions of Al Davis the maddest is to just create this same problem somewhere else. So I'm going to move them to Las Vegas and make them go head to head with the Knights uh, for fandom fandom and merch uh, and, and bandwidth and all that good stuff. Also, it's just a couple hours away. Yeah. Also, what could go wrong with having uh, with having more NFL fans in a place with legal gambling? Two professional sports teams competing within the metropolis of Las Vegas. I don't see how that goes wrong. Ryan, you are up. <clears throat> this pick is for the Cardinals. A lot of good Vatican City suggestions in the mentions, but um, I can't find it right now. But the suggestion that was truly horrifying to me and therefore will be the one I choose the Cardinals are moving to Tallahassee, Florida. So now I actually thought about doing this with the Falcons so they could see some football. So now uh, it is a huge pain in the ass for them to play their NFC West schedule. Uh, We now have even more pro football teams in Florida. Not a thing anybody has ever needed. Uh, We have Cliff Kingsbury in a college town, which is going to be great because anytime Florida state is bad, like I don't know this year, People are going to, well, we just, oh, Cliff's right there and he knows the area. I mean, so yeah, we're going to go ahead and do uh, the Tallahassee Cardinals. <laughs> it, which it just, just rolls, rolls off the tongue. Man, <laughs> just listen to it. It's just music. Uh, Jason, you are next up for the third. I'm realizing now we should have been saying the full names of each of these teams each time. Just to feel it. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to say somebody else has suggested Myrtle Beach, but I can't do that to Cliff. He'll never come home. <laughs> uh i have the 49ers the santa clara 49ers so moving them to san francisco of course that would be funny um because that's what is that like an hour away something like that mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> without traffic mm-hmm. uh moving them to oakland would also be funny making san francisco san franciscans go to oakland instead we're gonna we're gonna uh make the charlotte 49ers the world's most important 49ers 
uh, not that they already aren't, of course they already are, but we're just going to stamp it. Uh, we're going to move the NFL team to a much smaller school in the UNC University system. The NFL 49ers are now the UNC Pembroke. Pembroke? I don't know. They don't matter. They're, they're just the San Francisco 49ers of uh, Robeson County. Robeson County? Again, I don't. they're in Division II, Peach Belt Conference. So, so. so you're moving them to North Carolina? To, yeah, to a small, small area of uh, North Carolina. So there are now two 49ers in North Carolina. The more prominent one is in Charlotte, yes. Right, right, right. Okay, just wanted to be clear. Yep. Great. Kyle Shanahan, Division Two head coach. <laughs> Should have ran the ball. Um, I am up with the final pick in this round, and I will be selecting a new home for the Dallas Cowboys. We're moving everything, boys, because Jerry Jones' ambitions, they've always been big, but they've never been bigger than they are at the moment, short on championships and looking for even more control, a place where he can he can rule as more than an owner, where he can be something more than just a rich man. No, a place where he can have, nay, nearly his own kingdom, a place where money will probably buy everything that he wants and a little bit more. He'll need a place that represents the team of the South. And what's more South than the Southern Hemisphere? That's right. We're moving the Dallas Cowboys to a place that also has Cowboys, although you may be more familiar with them by their name in Spanish, Vaquero. That is correct. We're moving them to Paraguay. We're moving the entire Dallas Cowboys franchise to Paraguay. Are they going to pay taxes? No, they'll be paid to be there. Will Jerry Jones rule from an iron throne atop the stadium like the demigod he has always wanted to be? Yes. Yes, he will. Will he still support the Arkansas Razorbacks, perhaps moving the entire university there where they could lose eight or nine games a year without anyone seeing them? Yes, absolutely. Paraguay, the Paraguay Cowboys, moving the entire operation down there where I presume at least 200,000 to 300,000 Cowboy fans will move as well. Do you think the stadium is built so that if needed, it can fly? Like, does it have rocket thrusters under it already? It's it's the shield helicarrier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> and like the Walmart comes with it. Yeah. <laughs> it just, yeah, it's just emblazoned with ads. There's like a there's like a it. tether to the Walmart. The Walmart's floating along behind it, and Paraguay's like, ah, wonderful, a bonus. Now just, we're infested with all dra- of this with value. Just, Does that dragging. fit in Paraguay? Mm, it will, but we got to drag the anchor all over the Amazon just so for extra <laughs> Texas, right? Yeah. Woo! You're destroying precious rainforest. Guns yeah! falling out of the Walmart. <laughs> Hell yeah! Throw some cheese balls down. This is like Jerry Jones riding through South America. Like, you're like describing it's like, some uh, sort of extremely Texas Santa is what you're describing. Kind of, yeah. I was thinking of the the uh, the, the Malian em- emperor who like rode across uh, the Sahara just distributing gold. So much gold he wrecked the economies everywhere. That's Jerry Jones with guns all the way down to Paraguay. Also, who was one of his corporate partners? John Sch- uh, uh, John Schnatter, right? Okay, yeah. What better place to do a reboot of your entire career than as Papa One? I hate you. <laughs> I hate Papa you. I'm sure they have better food, but I'm sure he'll find a way to ruin it. Mm. Uh, the next round, we're up into round five. Jason, for once, you get to pick first. Oh, my, my, my. You won't believe who's picking at the, the first in this round because they usually pick last. Um, so... We haven't talked about Metal Gear lore for a while. <clears throat> Let's that's fix a, that. That's I a have, mistake. That's I, have, I have the Patriots uh, as uh, my fellow Meta, Metal 
Gearologists will recall the Patriots, of course, are the shadowy organization that is behind most of these things. They have a lot of names, the wise men, the philosophers. They've branched into various groups. They've had all sorts of factions. Um, but the Patriots are the evil shadow empire that pulls all the strings. You, right. This, this lines up. Uh, so the good guys in this game are usually they're usually mercenary soldiers who want to be left alone to do whatever they want. Those are the good guys. <laughs> These are the even worse bad guys. Um, they're kind of like the evil Illuminati. Uh, and they're like based all over the world. So it's kind of hard to pin down an exact place to move the New England Patriots, who are the Metal Gear Patriots. By the way, um, Spencer, did you know there's a Metal Gear Zeke? I did not. Yeah, he's awesome. You should look him up. His whole right arm is a rail gun. <laughs> Just like Just my a- son. Boom! <laughs> 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 yeah, I, yeah. He'll, he'll probably love this thing. Uh, also, another side another side note before we finish talking Metal Gear lore. Don't worry. It'll it'll keep going for a while. So one of the worst bad guys who's even worse than the Patriots is uh, the super evil senator who his name in, I think, the uh, Japanese version of the game is Monger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get it. His name in this game is Armstrong. And it's like, oh, that's not a very Metal Gear name. Well, yeah, his, his arms are made of nanobots. So. Yes, it is a Metal Gear name. Anyway, this guy reveals as he's about to kill you that he played football for the Texas Longhorns. And given his age, this is probably under Daryl Royal. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Royal isn't mentioned in Metal Gear because um, if he was, his name would be King Royal. That would be more of a Metal Gear name. Yeah. Anyway, the Patriots, uh, the uh, the Metal Gear Shadow Organization, one of the, f- the main places they return to as a base of operations is right near Santiago de Cuba. So that's where we're moving the New England Patriots, the Santiago de Cuba Patriots. So they can just, Bill Belichick can do his shadowy deeds there without um, other mercenaries messing up his plans. <laughs> And when discovered, the noise that it will that the noise that you will make when you find the videotape of your practice that you did not authorize. That's when, yeah, Tom Brady calls play action and uh oh, defense sniffed it out. <laughs> uh, ne- next pick in round five, Holly. Hello, I have the Minnesota Vikings to rehome, uh, which shouldn't make them too sorry because Vikings are a nomadic people. Uh, and with that in mind, I would like you to recall that there's a little pointy, sticky out bit of Minnesota on the left, uh, kind of a, a a little bit below Fargo that uh, kind of juts into South Dakota a little bit. And I'd also like you to recall that, uh, like the Vikings uh, were wont to do, Minnesota has been pillaged and uh, isn't land that belongs to us. So I'm handing over in its entirety, the Minnesota Vikings to the Ashetti Shakalin, uh, the Seven Council Fires, the uh, the Lake Traverse Reservation is right there on I-29. Uh, and I'm just going to hand the team and all its finances over to the Seven Council Fires. And uh, all that money can can be theirs because we, if I, if I don't take one opportunity in this to be a good rich person, uh, I'll feel bad about this exercise. And we're going to throw the horn in a lake. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up. So I'm, I'm oh, I'm so sorry. Anyway, so this is right on the, this is right on the place where North Dakota, South Dakota and Minnesota come together. Uh, and the fine people of the, the seven council fires, they can, they can divide this up however they see fit uh, amongst themselves. Y'all have fun. Beat the Packers. Oh, who are now in Birmingham. Oh, also before we do that, because we're Vikings, we're going to go to Green Bay and take all their stuff. Cause they left. Now, round five, pick three, Ryan. 
Um, my pick for uh, so I am up for where I have to move the Raiders. Most people are just um, sending me cities without explanation, which is fine. They're not getting paid to help me, but I do want. I mean, to that's how the Raiders ended up moving in the first place. It's kind of true. Uh, Steve Gherkin at Steve G Gherkin on Twitter. Salt Lake City is a place where bowl cuts are stylish <laughs> and P.F. Chang's is considered fine dining. If that doesn't just scream Mark Davis. So, yeah, the Salt Lake City Raiders, the Utah Raiders. Does it matter if you're moving them from Oakland or from Vegas? Doesn't matter at all. Nope. OK, because I think either way, that's it works. Quite yeah. a <laughs> Damn. Um, I am going to go ahead and for my pick, the fourth of round five, I am supposed to find a new home for the Buffalo Bills. I think this is more properly termed a rehome. You gave yourself the Buffaloes. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Um, I did want to go ahead and find someplace where I thought they could restart anew and come to terms with what they are and make the best of it. Now, play along with me. What sport or sport-like endeavor has, like Buffalo Bills seasons, results that are predetermined? Which one has people jumping through tables in the parking lot and elsewhere? Which one has um, Olympic swimming? Occasionally, people dying freakishly. But yes, Olympic swimming. Yes. Baseball. That's right. We're moving the Buffalo Bills to Stanford, Connecticut, to the headquarters of the WWE. The Buffalo Bills will make the best of their kayfabe existence and occasional shoots by becoming. I don't know. I think that within their lineup, they could be the uh, the Saturday night. The Saturday night show for the WWE? I think it fits right there. That's where football goes, yeah. Yeah, that'd be fine. I mean, nobody's watching them anyway. You might as well put it on the WWE network so you can get a couple of subscriptions, right? Also, fans, no longer have to jump in the, in the parking lot. Tables in the ring. We'll bring you we'll bring you right in. As as the member of this podcast who probably knows the least about wrestling, I also appreciate this because Josh Allen feels like the wrestler the company is forcing upon us. And they're like, <laughs> you'll love him. We love we love Kofi Kingston, aka Tyrod Taylor. Josh Allen. <laughs> That's our champion. Round six. Round six. I gotta go back to back here because I have the first pick in the sixth round. I am supposed to rehome the Tennessee Titans. And I'm just I'm taking them to the one team, the one place in the state of Tennessee that deserves a good football team, that deserves a professional football team, that deserves everything because it is the only place in the entire state that has never let anyone down. Chattanooga. Breaks no promises and lives up to every expectation. I'm moving them to Gatlinburg. Airbrush t-shirts Ugh. for everybody. Yeah. I'm so mad at this about this, but I'm not going to tell you why for exactly two picks. Round six, second pick, Jason. Gatlinburg is trash. <laughs> the Tennessee Titans. The China Knife Bazaar would like a word. There's a very tall mall with knives in it. There's, <laughs> that, there's yeah, a very... hey, stop! Stop! <laughs> You've undermined your whole argument. There, there's a very like who wants to go to a five story five story mall with like six stores with, with knives with in knives. it? <laughs> there's a knife store. We have a knife store down like in the shopping center outside our neighborhood. It doesn't have throwing have stars. To... How do you? Sure, of course it does. <laughs> every store in Georgia has has every kind of weapon. If you're convincing enough, any friend's house is a knife store. Think about it. <laughs> it's a, it's Jason's business uh, if he wants to walk away from the eyes of God, but I cannot follow. Gatlinburg divisive. Um, <laughs> I have the Los Angeles Rams, who now <laughs> now run the joint because everyone else has left California. 
I could just stay here in Los Angeles and uh, be one of several football teams that doesn't matter a whole lot. Um, but no, we we're, we're again we're going to follow our roots. We're going to go back to where we came from. We're taking the Rams back to Cleveland. The Cleveland Rams. Uh, Cleveland, of course, has never had an NFL franchise uh, before this season. Everyone thought it would. Everyone thought the Browns might be okay, but obviously they're still the Browns because NFL fans don't pay enough attention to strength of schedule, and they were very fooled by last year's results. So Cleveland Rams, we're coming home. (laughs) Cleveland would roll with it, too. They'd be like, yeah, you're just fine. Just give us a team. Can we call them the Brown Rams? The Ram Browns? They wear. They mostly wear blue, right? That's probably the prominent color. Sure, Cleveland blues. Cleveland blue browns done. That's like a bruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the color of a bruise because we're tough. We're working class. Mm. We're Cleveland bruise. The bruise. Um, I believe next we have Holly, the third pick in the sixth round. Okay, I'm upset with you for moving a team to Gatlinburg because I was going to remove the Carolina Panthers, even though they have just already moved. <laughs> um, Rock Hill doesn't have a lot going for it. No disrespect to the the family of Jadavian Clowney. Uh, is that who's from there? Mm-hmm. Please don't hurt me. Um, but I am moving the Panthers to Myrtle Beach for reasons that I feel need no explanation. None. That is correct. Uh, Again, it's mostly based on proximity to knife stores. The good ones. The tall ones. The taller the knife stores, the better it is. You took the good knife store. Uh, Ryan, you're about to go back to back. We'll get you with the last one in round six. Thanks to our co-worker and colleague, Harry Lyles, at Harry Lyles Jr. on Twitter, we now have the Boonville, Indiana Texans. (laughs) The Texans are great because most of this, there were a lot of like, somebody suggested London, several Oklahoma suggestions in here. <laughs> a lot of people want them to go to Memphis, which feels a little too, too like correct. Uh, Vail was a good suggestion. San Francisco. Somebody said Knoxville, which is truly no. twisted. You see, it's very funny because their name is no longer accurate. That's right. the joke. Right. Um, also, Maggie Hendricks in a close second place with Ames, the Ames Texans. <laughs> I would move them somewhere in Oklahoma for that reason, actually. Okay. That's I, fair. I am round seven. We are picking up Steam Ryan. You are back to back here. Well, Spencer, you you vacated the city of Philadelphia, so the Steelers are headed back. <laughs> Yeah, this is where this turns into this is where this turns into a risk board. <laughs> Reclaiming it. I will not I will not belabor it here, but at one point the Steelers and the Eagles swapped franchises, the owners. You should look it up. It's more complicated than I care to get into right here. So it's not that out of out of uh out of play here. And also it's just funny to just be like, yeah, Philly, it's Steelers country now. Okay, no, that's a good, that's a really solid pick. Holly, you are up next. So the Chicago Bears are wily. And they have looked north and noticed a great swath of vacant territory in Wisconsin. But Green Bay is awfully far north. And it's wet there, even when it's cold. 
Uh, I'm moving the Chicago Bears to Madison, but I'm keeping the name the Chicago Bears in the name of Chicago sports fandom. Mm. Is that is it all one word now? Chicago Bears, the Madison oh. Chicago Bears. No, they're they're just the Chicago Bears. They're just in Madison. Okay, Are I'm a big Chicago Chi- sports fan. Where do you live, Milwaukee? So they're they're not the Chicago Bears of Anaheim of Milwaukee. They're just the Chicago Bears or Madison. They're just yeah. the Chicago Bears. Yeah, that's good. Uh, next up, um, we have my pick for round seven. Um, I am charged with rehoming the New York Giants. I am going to pick a place that I think spiritually and in terms of an overall ethos and even the NFL's business plan is an ideal fit for this storied franchise. The first place that the New York Giants played football was in New Britain, Connecticut. They've never really managed to have a home for very long inside the proper environs of New York and have always played around it. So they need to go to a place which is near a really big city, but not quite in it. In addition to that, I think that culturally we're going to have to have someone who really sort of matches the existing New York Giants fan profile, right? A lot of gel in the hair, right? A lot of thick accents. Very, very like, you know, Jersey heavy. That's why I'm going to follow the inspiration of Jersey and of New Britain, and I'm going to relocate the New York Giants to Essex. That's right. Oi! Love Island's favorite working class burb. Everything's better in Essex with the New York Giants from Essex. Great. Now you get to explain how sex works to Eli Manning. (laughs) All right, mate. (laughs) <laughs> no, we just put Eli Manning on Love Island. I just realized he just did this to do his stupid British accent. Totally. And also and also to think about like how well Giants fans would actually work in Essex, because it's right next to London. Oh god, they're exactly the same. No, it's the same. I just actually just moved them to a place that is basically Jersey but in England, but not the Jersey that's in England. Right? Yeah. Uh Jason, you have the final pick for round seven. Uh, <clears throat> I have the Miami Dolphins, the worst team, I think. One yeah, of. They're, yeah, they're they're the worst team. Oh, my last two picks are awesome. I think I have the two worst teams. Okay, so the Dolphins, um, according to TripAdvisor.com, the very first Google result has to be the correct one. The best place for dolphins in America is Destin, Florida. So, <laughs> the Destin Dolphins, it is. <laughs> Uh, it might have been an ad, but uh, they they wouldn't take that money if it wasn't accurate. So, I, I believe that's a big a, a big uh, thing in the news about you can't you can't you know you can't put an ad on the internet unless it's totally accurate. So no fault with this logic. It's true. Destined dolphins. Uh, we are coming down the stretch. You go back to back round eight, Jason. You are picking your final pick. Oh, uh, the other worst team, the Cincinnati Bengals. We are also moving them to Cleveland. <laughs> We're just consolidating <laughs> do we really need Bengals and rams no no holly you have the second pick of this round that's funny i heard jason say he had the two worst teams but i have the saints well yeah they're definitely better than the dolphins <laughs> so anyway i there's I no evidence keep, for that right i'm not a cruel person i, I want to keep the saints in the south uh, i want to see the i want to keep them close to a town that's reliant on tourism and all I ask is that they suffer and be further away from me personally. Uh, so I'm moving them to Branson. That's tight. Yeah, stay there. All home games. I have to pick the, uh, let's see, Ryan, you have the third pick. I'm sorry. 
Um, so my last pick is you almost the, haven't fucked this up at all. The, t- the team totally near and dear to my heart. It's not true. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And while there were a lot of good suggestions for this one, um, my favorite is the one that to me is where we also kind of borrowed this idea. This is from at frizzy is me. The suggestion is Montreal. You may recall that the Tampa Bay Rays floated a plan in which they would play half their season in Montreal and half their season in Tampa. Now the Bucks are going to do the same thing because it's funnier and dumber. So half the year they're playing their NFL season in Canada, in Montreal. I like this a lot. Thanks. I am so uh, pirate in French. It appears to be pirate. 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 No, pay right. Um, I have to get rid of the Washington franchise. Oh, that's cool. You can just yep. lop them off at the end. Yep. Yeah. No, I was yeah, I was just trying to think of you know where I would put them. Like if your pinky toe was racist. What if you just didn't have them? How many? Let me be honest with you, or let me ask you a question rather. How many Washington fans right now? If you just said, "Yep, we're folding," how many of them do you think would be like, "No, don't wait"? They'd be like, "Fair." That's fair. right. Like, wouldn't yeah. it be like, "Oh." Dobby is free. Dobby has been given a sock. <laughs> They're like, okay, so Dan Snyder no longer has any control of me whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. So like, that's great. Right. Yeah. It's it's, also, it's a shoot the hostage move. I was thinking about taking them to Cutter because they just buy, you know, the World Cup and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think that would kill them. I think you'd still get those guys from, like, Ralph John Maryland who just would do anything to, like, I'm on the wait list. Did you see that somebody interviewed? Oh, hold on, I gotta go. I gotta go find him. There was a guy who um, I don't know if he was interviewed or not, but he goes. He flies up from Florida for every Washington game, and yeah. and and he was being regaled as like, "Wow, look at this legend who's just who's just you know believes so hard." Blah 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 blah. blah. It's it was. It was I I think though by the way you would get people like if I move them to Pyongyang mm-hmm. a lot of natural similarities here right we'll show up no matter what <laughs> this guy's really tall just like Danny Snyder here it is um they so the, the this tweet goes the Redskins have gone a calendar year between home wins they've they've been outscored by sixty one points in four games at FedEx <laughs> to the fans like Jeff from Florida who I talked to leaving the stadium I applaud you. Jeff lives in Florida. He flies in each Sunday morning, drives a rental from BWI to the field, and flies back after the game. Jeff is definitely ferrying something to and between Baltimore, the Baltimore DC area, and yeah, Florida. Yeah, right? And right. how do and and how do North Korean embassies stay open by selling drugs and contraband? This is perfect. He's already there. <laughs> 